Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to a new episode of I Mean, Can We Discuss? And I am your host, Astra Ferguson. And today I have the special pleasure of interviewing Alana Brown. So in these couple of episodes, you will hear from two girls that I actually met from doing the Don't Rush Challenge. Yes, we did a video, which was pretty cool, of us passing the pen for the poetry, the National Poetry Month. Um, And it turned out pretty cool. So I decided to interview some of the girls and highlight their writing journey, um, their self-publishing journey for you guys to, you know, take this opportunity. Maybe with you sitting during quarantine and all this stuff going on with COVID, maybe you want to, you know, publish your own stories. Maybe you have some essays. Maybe you have some poetry you'd like to share with the world that maybe you're not ready for them to be published traditionally. So this would be a great way of taking advantage of that and even an option for some passive income, you know? So in this interview, you will get to know Alana Brown, who is the author of the story called Luna, uh, or a poetry book called Luna. And she is going to tell us all about herself. She is you know, a graduate student. Um, She's doing all kinds of things. Um, She's also an artist. So I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. And I hope you enjoy this one. So let's get to it, guys. You're listening to I mean, can we discuss and I am your host, Astrid Ferguson. We will be discussing different issues that can be debated, articulated, chopped up any kind of way. There's no real set way to this. It could be culturally, it could be socially, it could just be how we're feeling today. So you're here for the randomness and I hope you're here to stay. So remember to subscribe, share, and tell me what you think. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of I Mean, Can We Discuss? And I am your host, Astra Ferguson. And today I have the pleasure of interviewing Alana Brown. Hi, Alana. Hi. Hello. (laughs) How are you feeling during this whole quarantine season? Um, It's definitely different. Definitely a different change. Um, Obviously, we're all so used to you know, being outside and doing our daily tasks, but it's definitely been a change, um, but I can't complain because I'm still working and stuff. So, yeah. Okay, that's cool that you, uh, you know, your job, you know, works with you. So you can, I'm assuming you're working from home. Yeah. um, Thank God. I work for an institution in Jersey. So um, thank God they let us work you know, um, remotely. Mm-hmm. So that's a blessing. Okay. That's good. That's good. So tell us about you, Alana Brown, and what projects you have coming up. Um, so hello, everyone. Um, my name is Alana, <laughs> and I am a poet and writer. I am to poetry, to poetry with love, 
um, on Instagram and I do a lot of daily posts. Well, I try to keep up with the daily posts now. Um, I wrote a book titled Luna um, and Luna is available on Amazon and yeah, current projects that I have coming up. I have a few things in mind. Don't want to spill too many details, um, but definitely looking forward to completing them by the end of this year or, you know, posting them on my personal um, Instagram and my poetry Instagram as well. So definitely looking forward to that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm up to when I'm a graduate student. Um, Everyone University. So aside from doing poetry, I am in school and I am working as well. So yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Okay, so um, tell us about Luna. What is Luna about? And um, what made you start writing poetry? So Luna is about... Pretty much I wrote poems throughout my healing journey. Um, I was going through a really rough relationship in a really dark space and I found comfort in poetry. So at first I was really hesitant to, to like even post my poetry, honestly. Um, but then I was like, you know what? Like if I write this poetry, this can help, you know, this can help someone so originally it wasn't my intention to write a book um and then i really gave it a lot of thought and i was like you know what like like i said like this could really help someone um so my healing journey started around uh 2017 and then i came up with the idea of writing a book around the end of 2019 and that's when I really started putting together the book. So it's just about my tra uh, my trauma and my relationship issues and the issues that I have within myself. Um, and then there's a section in the book where it talks about self and like how to heal and you know my experience with healing. And then a section of like this is the new person that I am. Not saying that I completely you know did a 360. However. Um, just going through that healing journey and you know figuring out what i want in life and who i am in life um it pretty much you know talks about that as well in the book and it gives you a chance to you know sit down with yourself and actually think like okay i went through this traumatic experience am i going to let this traumatic experience really dictate who i am as a person um so it just really makes you think um, and the reason why it's titled Luna is because I wrote all these poems um, pretty much in the nighttime. And I found comfort in, you know, the moon and watching the moon grow and watching the moon have phases. Um, so, yeah. Um, so intentionally, at first, I really, I really didn't want to do a book. And then I really thought about it. And I was like, you know what, like this book can help somebody. And I wasn't in it for, you know, the money or for for clout or anything like that, I was looking to help change a life. Um, so yeah, that's why I did Luna and that is what Luna is about. Uh, that's, that's good that even during your time of trying to heal and everything, you were 
being empathetic and thinking of other women, you know, in the world or people in general. Yeah. You know, who might benefit from your words. So, you know, uh, thank you for your vulnerability and putting yourself out there because it's hard, you know. Yeah, it definitely is hard Um, because, you you know, you get hesitant about wanting to share your story and, you know, you get scared about who who would be the person to judge me if I was to put my vulnerability out there. So it definitely is a scary feeling. However, you have to sometimes just live in fear and live in that uncomfortability. Um, And yeah, you just have to go for it, honestly. Right. So in your process of deciding to put together a book, um, how did you decide to go about that? Like, because I found it kind of daunting at first trying to figure out, you know, how to put a book, especially if you've written, if you've never written a book before and, um, you deciding to self-publish this book. So guide us through that experience. Um, it definitely was a rough experience because I never knew that you can like self-publish a book, um, through Amazon. So before even knowing how to, you know, do this process, I had to do my research about, you know, how people get their books out there and like just looking at other people um, post their books. And I actually had a friend who published his book. Um, He published his book maybe about a month or two before I did. So I was like, you know what, like I have all this, I have the manuscript ready, like I have a cover ready, like how do I do this? Um, So I just reached out to him and I was like, hey, like, I need your help. Like, I don't know how you published your book. Like, can you show me how you did it? And then he introduced me to Amazon Kindle Publishing. And honestly, that changed, like, from that point, from that conversation of me, you know, reaching out to him, that changed a lot for me. Because, you know, when you publish a book, like, it's the stress of, oh, do I have to pay for something? Do I have to, you know go through this process with this company and they take more royalties out for you know what i so rightfully wrote and earned like it's just a lot with those processes you don't i don't i didn't know any legal processes of like copywriting issues or whatever so i was like you know what i wanted to just do this independently not have to worry about anybody you know switching my words because my words are my words like these companies they might twist and turn your words for the better or for for the worse so definitely just networking and reaching out and talking to different people about how they went through their process so it really was it was scary at first but um after that initial conversation with him i it definitely put me at ease that i knew what i was doing so yeah well, that's good. You you went right into your network and um, found some information um, that helped you a lot. Uh, Kindle publishing, um, I think it's very easy to follow, you know, if you follow all the guidelines that they give you. But um, during your process of researching were you ever inclined to submit your work anywhere 
um, because I think this is where a lot of people get taken advantage of um, because they either don't have someone who have self-published or, or are trying to figure out a way to be published and not exactly be self-published and then they fall in the hands of like vanity publishers. So did you run into any of that like setback possibly? Yeah, um, for sure. I definitely was going to submit my writing to several publishing companies, but then, you know, like I said, I thought about it and I was just like, this is not something that I think would be best for me right now. Um, so yeah, I definitely, it, it was a thought to, to send my, you know, my book to somewhere, but then you have the in the back of your mind, you have, well, my book may not be chosen for this round because they do it by round. Some companies, they do it by spring and summer publishing, and then they do it by fall and winter. So like it takes months for people to read all these manuscripts that are given to them. So I was, you know, I was hesitant because I'm just like, no, like, I just don't want, I don't want that weight. Like this can, this can help somebody right now. And then I have to wait several months for somebody to, you know, read my stuff and maybe they may not even read it. So yeah, I, I thought about it, but I, it just wasn't, I think this is like the perfect way to go for me to sub publish. Yeah. Especially to start. Right. Um, yeah. do you think that you will continue writing and possibly submit to publishers in the future or, do you think that if you do continue writing that you're just that you're going to stay as an indie author? Um that's a really tough question because I've never really like thought about it. I've always thought like if I had I don't know, like if maybe I had like a bigger audience then I would um publish my book to other companies. But I really like being an independent author right now, like an independent self-published author, because um, I have so much control over what I want to publish and what I don't. Um, so yeah, I'm continuing writing right now. Um, hopefully, I'll have a book too um, by the end of next year. Um, yeah, we'll see. Definitely, we'll see. Okay, cool. I mean, you're, you're, you know, going with the wind on this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell me, Alana, about your writing process. Like, do you have a writing process at all? Like, do you start with journaling? Do you, um, like, read other books that you find inspiring? I do have a writing process um, and my process is pretty unique because you would think that like as a writer, you would get inspired by, you know, everybody else's writing. But I honestly just go off from my thoughts. Like I'll sit in my room or I sit in an isolated area where it's quiet, um, just plug into some music and I'll just start going and I'll just have these thoughts in my head or like words will just get put together in my head that I just put on paper. So, I mean, I read other people's books, not saying that I don't, but I think my most creative inspiration is from my own thoughts. Um, so yeah, my writing process is 
pretty different, I guess. No, I mean, I would say it's unique to you. Everybody has their own thing. Um, but you also draw, too, right? So do, do. You fe- do you feel like you um, pull from that sometimes? Um, well, my paintings are pretty different, I would say. Um, I like to paint more of, like, nudity or, like, half-bodies no faces like I'm very like abstract I would say I would have that type of feel with my painting um and I don't really discuss like nudity in my poetry um I really just discuss like my life issues and like what's going on with me in my poetry and hopefully somebody else will resonate with that um so I I would say that they're completely different Okay, so I'm I'm curious. <laughs> Why nudity to um, draw? Is there something about nudity, or does it signify something? Um. Well, honestly, the first drawing that I've ever done was of a nude body, um, and I don't I don't know. Like I just am always drawn to drawing different body figures and different I don't know just different just different people in general um just to see like them in their purest form um yeah I really don't know why I started like drawing nude bodies and like half you know I I draw from the boob up or like I draw from the butt down like it's I don't know like I'm just automatically drawn to doing that for some reason. Yeah. Interesting. I just thought I'd ask, because I know there there are a lot of artists who do draw nudity, but there's some reason, I don't know. Um, yeah, I've just always been inclined to drawing nude. I don't know. And it's a little bit easier than, like, drawing... Um, like other like full body you have clothes and everything like that it's a little bit easier when you're drawing nudity because you have the fluidity of drawing how you want the body to look so okay yeah yeah i mean i know when because my husband is an artist too um when i see nudity usually the body parts that i'm attracted is like you know like a woman's back you know how they say like there's so much that you can see from a woman's back between strength and subtlety and softness and yeah. you know um so those those type of things you know but I'm always interested into you know asking because every artist has his has their thing <laughs> yeah I just really just out of the blue started drawing nudity and I've loved it ever since so yeah, but it's cool that you can do that. Like, you just go with how you feel and you just, you know, let it come out however, which whichever version it wants to be expressed, whether it's in painting or in poetry form. Because um, I think once you start really doing it, then you become, it's not, I don't want to say it's not fun anymore, but you're more critical about yeah. it. 
and it becomes less fluid, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I don't know if you find yourself doing that, like if you're, if you're finding like some sort of regiment that you're consistently following or you just kind of just, you just say, you know, however I feel. <laughs> yeah, it's literally like a however I feel, honestly. Um, I don't have like a specific regimen, I would call it. it. It's literally just how I feel in the moment. So how do, what advice would you give to someone who might be struggling with that, that has a hard time letting go of controlling what, you know, they want to express and just letting their, I guess, mood or thoughts or, um, you know, whatever character might be in their head to just take over? I would honestly say, like, tune into those emotions. Um, you don't want these emotions to sit with you. Just go with the flow. Like, sometimes these emotions and these characters, um, you know, how we feel in our head, we think, okay, this is what I have to live in right now and I have to sit in this for you know I have to sit in this process but sometimes like you just have to go for it you know like you don't want to sit here and be in these emotions and not feel them and want to understand them and want to learn them so definitely like just go for it flow with your creativity in your mind like you don't want don't hesitate because clearly it's in your mind for a reason. So you want to just go with it and go with full force. Like, don't, don't hesitate. Yeah. Yeah. So stop overthinking, right? Because that's one of the major blocks. I know for me, that's one. Yeah. Overthinking, you know, like we all overthink though. Like, we can't say like we don't overthink, but I would say like, if you feel yourself, you know, getting deep and deep into that, try to pull yourself out of it and say, like, okay, like, this flow and this creativity is, is going. So, like, let me just dive in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. So, Alana, tell us, you know, now that you have published a book and, you know, you're kind of, at least finding yourself in your creative style and, you know, creative mood. Um, what hopes do you have from here, like, for the future? Um, do you see yourself uh, performing your poetry or do you see yourself um, speaking up about it? Or, um, I don't know, you know. What yeah. what is in the future for you? Um, so for the future, honestly, I I think about this question all the time because I want to, you know, do everything. <laughs> I want to participate in everything. So um I definitely want to be more more creative in my poetry, finding new ways of how I can reach my audience and finding unique creative ways to reach my audience. 
Um, so I definitely want to keep performing. I only did about two performances so far. So I definitely want to keep, you know, performing, whether it's via Zoom in this quarantine that's going on um, or after, you know, COVID-19 is finished and over with, um, definitely reaching out and doing more open mics um, in like the Philly area, maybe um, New York, um, a lot in Jersey, of course, because that's, you know, where I live. And I don't know, I definitely want to publish a new book. Um, we don't know when that is, <laughs> um, but I definitely want to do that again. And I just want to be more creative. I want to, you know, work and collab with other artists um, with my poetry too. Maybe write a poetry book with another poet. Um, I think that'll be dope. So yeah, we'll see where life takes us. I, I really honestly think about that question every day. Like, what am I going to do next with my art and my creativity, but I know I don't want to stop. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Okay. So have you submitted your work anywhere? No, I haven't. I've, I have not, not even given it a thought right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's always, you know, a possibility too. um, yeah. just to reach your audience or penetrate new audiences as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and what do you do outside of poetry, Alana, outside of writing, you know, Luna again, you guys, in case you forgot her poetry book? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so like I said, I'm in grad school right now. So I'm in grad school for higher education. Um, hopefully I'll work for a university one day and maybe I'll transform the university to become more creative. Who knows why I'm in higher ed, right? Uh, but I definitely have a passion for reaching the students um, some way, somehow, and being involved in college student life. So that's what I'm doing right now. Um, yeah, I'm in school and working. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, that would be wonderful. Um, I wish there was more, like, creative resources. Yeah. There's not a lot, honestly. Like, I think a lot of the creative resources come from the students, uh, like putting together like paint and sips and poetry nights and open mics. Um, but how can as staff, how can we, you know, I guess grow the creativity in the institution? So that's actually um, what my thesis is kind of focused on um, is art and creativity. Um, and how that influences African American students. So, you know. Okay. Yeah. And what are you? What do you do now? Are you a teacher or are you a counselor now? No. So I am a graduate assistant for uh, student organization services. So I work with the organizations on campus for their events um, and just you know doing event consulting and how they can you know have their event on campus. Um, and now it's how can they have the um, how can they have their event online? So yeah, that's what I do now. So if somebody wanted to perform at a university, they would contact you. Potentially, <laughs> um, or they would ask me like, can I have the paperwork for this person, or can I have um, the event space uh, information for this event? 
So yeah, they would they would essentially ask me, and then I pass it along to other people. Okay. Yeah, so it's good to know. Yeah. Well, okay, Alana. I mean, unless you want to share some tips or or resources for creatives right now, especially during quarantine, because it's tough, you know? Yeah, it is tough. Like, this whole quarantine, um, honestly, I feel like I've been more creative in this quarantine. I've done how many paintings? I've done three paintings so far since we've been locked down, um, and I've written some poetry. So if you know that you're a creative person, like, def take this opportunity to use this time that we have away from the world to tap into your like tap into your emotions be creative and you know just start creating i feel like everyone is going to have some type of creative project once this quarantine is over but don't let that you know stop once you know we're back into the world uh definitely take this opportunity to do that so yeah. yeah, I mean, especially if you have time. For me, it's tough with two kids, but... <laughs> oh, my God. As a creative, like, for you, how is it, like, having two kids and homeschooling, I'm assuming, that you're doing? Yeah. It's been hard. Um, I've had to fight for my me time. And then at the same time, I've decided to be patient with my creative self because... I, the way that I create, I need silence and I can't be interrupted. Um, If I'm interrupted, forget it. I lose it. So it's either I have to stay up late at night or wake up before everyone if I want to do something creative uh, or wait, like, because my husband still has to go into work. So when he comes back, I'm like, you know, okay, the kids are yours. And I'm like, I'm going to sit in this patio and I'm going to write something. You know, let's just see what comes out of me or something. And if it doesn't, then it doesn't. If it does, great. But, you know, at first I was having a hard time. I was like yelling at myself, like, what's wrong with you? Why can't you create anything? You have all this time now. And it's like, well, no, not really. Right. (laughs) Especially, you know, homeschooling and two kids and, you know, yeah, definitely. I understand. Yeah. Homeschooling, cooking, cleaning and no boundaries, no you time, you know. Yeah. It's hard. So I'll just read. And if something bounces at me, then I'll write it down. And I've been reading more about like the actual creative process, like the state of mind that you can be in. And that's been helpful. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So that's so. Yeah. I mean, I read a lot. Do you have any like books that you definitely recommend or that you have been really enjoying during this quarantine season? Um. So I haven't read any books, but <laughs> I do have a book that I want to plug in for you guys, um, and that is Bandages and Cologne by Laquan Ford that's also on Amazon and this book I've read I've read I started it I didn't finish it completely um but from what I have read so far it is is it is an experience um and he discusses his life traumas as well and his journey of you know healing and 
you know, sexuality and sexual identity and fluidity. And it's just, it's different. Um, so definitely if y'all want to take, you know, take that, take that information down. Um, it's just, yeah, I can't wait to finish it. I'm trying to like stretch it out because it's, it's really good so far. And it's also a poetry book too. Um, so yeah, bandages and cologne by Laquan Ford that is on Amazon. Okay. Yeah. Send me the, the info and I'll add it to the show notes, bandages and cologne. Yeah. Definitely get that. And he's a New Jersey native as well. So if you're from Jersey, you know, support your fellow New Jerseyans. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Woo-woo. But okay, Alana, unless you want to share anything else, you know, let us know where we can find you, you know, where we can support you, especially with your writing journey. Yeah, so my Instagram is um, Alana, A-L-A-N-A, uh, dot Lynette, L-Y-N-E-T-T-E. That is my personal Instagram. Uh, you can follow me, and my poetry page is To Poetry With Love, so T-O-P-O-E-T-R-Y with love. You guys know how to spell. <laughs> um, and you can also visit my website, um, www.topoetrywithlove.com. Uh, the link to my book to purchase is there. And yeah, and that's how you can find me. And I respond to DMs and I follow back. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> she had to put that in there. You yeah. Know. I respond. I'm really, you know, I like to respond to my supporters and I appreciate the future support from this. Um, Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Alana, for taking time out of your Sunday, your Easter Sunday. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'm about to get my church on. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I did that. I did that this morning. It's also my son's birthday. So I was like, okay. Okay. Thank you. I was like, okay, let's get everything in line. Let's be productive, guys. Yes. Oh, <laughs> happy birthday and happy Easter Sunday to you. Like, well, happy Easter. I was going to say likewise, but it's not your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Not yet. <laughs> well, all right. Thank you, Alana. And there you have it, guys. Ciao. Thank you so much for this opportunity. You're welcome. Thank you. Have a good day, guys. And that was a wrap for today. Thank you so much for listening to, I mean, can we discuss? Don't forget to subscribe. Follow us if you want to see what we're up to, what projects we're up to. And... Enjoy the rest of your day, night, wherever you might be. I was your host, Asher Ferguson, signing off.